Hey guys, it's the Gentleman's Breakfast, episode 6. Hard to believe that uh, we've made it that, that far. I don't know that you can say how far that that, that really is. A but, lot of people uh, took the under, though. A lot of people took dramatically the under. I'd like it to... I'd like to take a moment to welcome myself back to the show here, because <laughs> the disheveled, drunken mess that was on last week was really not, uh, it's not the pump fake that everyone's used to. Well, of our two roommates, Gary was the only one that took the over. You know that, right? Yeah, well, you've already said that he's your favorite roommate, so I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that when you put words in Gary's mouth that they're on your side. So that, you know, that's not that shocking, but... but um, a lot of hot topics today, mm-hmm. and we'll find out how hot they are as we try to put some content <laughs> behind them. Where I want to start here is, and I attempted to do this a bit last week, but I was just incapable of it. I'd like to have a bit of a discussion of the state of the Seamus. Yeah. And Seamus, you're... SOS, per yeah, se. Yeah, and, yeah. Well put. And I don't want to put you too much on the spot here. So, I mean, are, are you prepared to discuss your plight? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, because we've okay. discussed you at length, and you've done it um, very willingly and, and mm-hmm. unapologetically. So, yep. yeah, we can go at it. Have at it. Okay. Well, so we learned last week. It was a real showstopper on the show. Like it's it's like a a big twist in a drama. Mm-hmm. That the last time that you were in a real relationship was seven years ago. Accurate. Yes. We're going to call it seven years of solitude, okay? <laughs> yeah. Some would argue 29, but go ahead. So at this point, and maybe you, you've had many years to stew on this, do you have like a five-point plan to work towards something that's not that way? Or, or maybe you could begin with just, do you care that much I, I'll, you've been alone? I'll get do, deep. Do, you have a, do you have a vision of how, what age you want to... I'll get a I'll get a little email, a little brand new on you. All right. Some late, some All right. late early aughts uh, music here. Uh, before I used to make the excuse, you know, traveling, da da da. Yeah, you were a seafaring man. I get that. Didn't happen. So I used to make... To be clear, sorry, how many years of the seven was the seafaring excuse applicable for? Realistically? Maybe a year and a half, two. Okay. Two years. All right. I just want to establish that. Go on. (laughs) So then I fell into more of the seafaring shoreside stuff, da 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 da. But I would say... Five-point plan. Realistically, I would say in the last six to eight months, I've grasped the idea of, well, maybe I should attempt this whole relationship thing and try to, you know, consecutively hang out with a female more than eight hours. So, wait. So, what you're saying is, so, for for 18 months, I'm a mariner, right? I'm a man at sea. Mm-hmm. Can't be tied down. Yep. And then for the last six to eight months, that's when you thought about it. I've thought about serious considerations that, because before the places I lived after the Mariner life, I was in places I didn't want to be. So in my head, the hamster would spin and say, I, okay. "Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to be here. Not, why start something that? Uh, right. I never want to be rooted." You here. knew that you were going to leave. Okay, that that explains the missing half decade that I was about to ask you to account for. There. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I knew there was greener pastures past uh, New England. That's fair. That's. Uh... That makes sense. I mean, it's good to hear. I, I know that your mind is geared toward that because, you know, we discussed you getting the gentleman's tap at the bar the other week um, where you said that you went a little emo on us. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And prior to you receiving the tap, tap, tap there at the Mauna Loa, <laughs> yeah. yeah, being told that maybe it was time to go home, 
you were discussing what, you know, I'm not going to say full plans for your wedding. You didn't have like a place that was going to take place in, but you're at least discussing invitees. Oh, yeah. And Hamster was spinning in the back of the head here, and I'm thinking, there are a couple steps between here and there. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, you need, you need, uh, you need one person willing to do that. Yeah, only one. That's all it takes. Yeah. It's just the one. But you have to act actively be searching for that candidate. Mm-hmm. Well, which brings us back to a well that we've probably already gone back to too many times. Yeah. Which is the hinge well. Oh, yeah. Has that bore any fruit? Uh, hinge, uh, uh, similar approach to Tinder. Things start to heat up. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, sixes and sevens that you could really, you know. Do yeah. some work with. Yeah. And then you look through them and you try to justify it. And then you just kind of get bored of it. So it hasn't uh, borne any fruit. It's easy to get bored of it because for every swipe, you know you're dealing with a minimum of 10 back and forths electronically with a complete stranger. Yeah. Ideally, I would like to put in my Hinge profile, I will exchange that I am not a... a you know, serial killer, although some, <laughs> some have argued that yeah. my room looks like a serial killer, which I don't really argue. Um, I would say it looks clean. It looks like uh, a shipmate's cabin, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and the last uh, girl that I attempted to do relations with said it looks like you can get up and leave at any point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had that, that same, you know, I'm not going to call it a compliment directly, but it's something I'm proud of, cast at me. Yeah, I am ready to go at any moment. Yeah, you got to be ready. Got to have your game face on. You know, I might get drafted. You never know. You can take the money. Yeah, you can take the money and run. Um, but it is great to see. So those are some things that we wish that we could put out there. Obviously, from the male perspective, I want to just be, and from what everyone's seen on the show here, I want to be as upfront as possible mm-hmm. as you do. We have very similar personalities, but you just can't do that can't, in that meeting. I don't think you can. I mean, even even the stuff I write as I write it, you know, looking at my hinge. I'm annoyed at myself that I have to write this. Well, and I say bo- that I have to write it. I don't have to write it, but I think that they just want those common niceties, right? Of course not. How yeah. was your Wednesday? I really don't care how your Wednesday is. Well, I don't think that they give a shit what your Wednesday is like either, but I think if you're a woman just reaching out there on the internet, although San Francisco is probably one of the cleanest you know, reaches that you can make, but yeah, you have to be terrified. Yeah, and to be fair, like you know, I'm, I'm looking at one now. You know, said, how was your Monday? Well, I mean, that's just boring as fuck, right? Yeah. I get the reply, you know, Monday was good, Tuesday, da, 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 mellow week, you know, how was your day? Well, what's great is the conversation you have electronically is a conversation that if you had that with someone at a bar, you would not talk to them for another 30 seconds. But yeah. because it's Hinge, it's okay. Also, people... Put- Should I be really honest with her and told her that I had, you know, eight shots of espresso before 10 a.m.? Well... I mean, that could work. It shows that you're being productive. Or attempting to be productive. One of the two. But also, we also had free coffee bar today, so that's the reason why I had so much espresso. I love some of the shit that people put on their profiles, too. Like, under religion, they put spiritual. That's a swipe left. Why do you... <laughs> like, what are you putting out I mean, there no, for? I mean, because you can really analyze. All you're doing is analyzing, right? You're, you're just prejudging, right? So you're giving me information I can prejudge on. Yeah, exactly. It, which, oh, you're actually religious. You want to list that... No. Yeah. Oh, agnostic. That's kind of sexy. I like that. <laughs> that means you have somewhat of a brain. Atheist is sexier, in my opinion. 
But that comes with a lot of baggage. Yeah, but agnostic, that comes with a lot of when baggage. When someone says agnostic, they're still fighting the guilt that they previously were installed I, by their okay. parents. Yeah, or we, some, some we both understand Catholic guilt quite well. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Well, my favorite one that's gamed, because as you know, I'll, I'll game it. I'll, I'll admit to this now. But when you put your height down there, so how many inches do you have to add to a girl's height when she puts 5'10"? And how many inches do you have to subtract from a guy's five. height when he puts six foot or six one? Well, five ten, I could respect that because I'm all about the height, right? But when and you're five three, you're five. Wait, five. is that that's part of your one of your points? Your five point plan is must be X height. Yeah, I mean, a wise man once told me, super wasted at a bar, maritime folk guy. He goes, you know, when you when you get married, just do me one favor. I go, what's that? He goes, marry tall. It's the only thing you told me. So I don't care how fucking pretty they are. You're talking about your seed here, son. (laughs) Mary (laughs) Tall. I took him for work. How how old was this guy? He he was probably 45 at the time. I was probably about 24, 25. And what was his relative rank or position to you on the boat? Oh no, this is a shoreside job in. Connecticut. Oh, okay. This was after you were off the boat. You were just yeah. in maritime. Shit. Maritime world, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. Was he like a big burly man? or He's probably a solid 6'2". And are you taking this advice from a married man or from a... A married man. But you could tell, you know, he's, he had that, you know, suave look. You could tell he had been through some women before he settled down sure. with his one woman... He probably married late, you know, yeah. had his kids. You know, he had his He's fun. a guy that these days would be... Catching a higher percentage of right swipes. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he wasn't just blowing smoke up my ass just to be the cool guy. You can tell he was speaking from experience. Well, here's, here's the final question that I'll ask here in the state of the Seamus bit is, do you think... Two questions. Yeah. Do you think that it's going to be really feasible based on what you've seen to meet a potential relationship electronically? Via, the, via my apps? And then two... Are you okay with that? Uh, two years ago, I probably wasn't okay with it. Now, I'm okay with it. Uh, due to my lack of aggressiveness and me not landing on, you know, it's still in my mind I want to land at least an eight. I haven't quite given up to, I can yeah. settle for a six or a seven. Well, my, you think that the, the app can land you an eight? No, I don't think so. Okay. Based on my looks, no. Well, I mean, Seamus... I'm not going to lie, you've had much greater in success than me, but I shouldn't be surprised as a guy that's had to make a challenge that I'm going to lose 20% of my body mass here. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think the app's going to do that. I mean, the, obviously the best one is the warm lead through friends. That's oh, always yeah. the best. That, that's how I want it to happen. Of course you want it to happen, but when we hang up the same you know, 12 people, it's not really going to happen. We go to the same four bars. Well, that's the other thing that you got to wonder on Hinge. When people look down at, like, mutual friends, do you think that helps us or hurts us? <laughs> when they, when In they some look capacity. The well, I mean, I, I do the same thing. I see, I'm like, oh, you're friends with that cokehead? No, no doubt. Yep. Yeah. yep. But I'm saying our it goes core, two ways. When people look at the core group, you think they're, like, of dudes? Oh, it's you mean okay? as if like they're friends with our core group of dudes? Yeah. Or do you think there's a high percentage of like? I think oh. they, I think they know what they're getting involved in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've already been through this asshole. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see another one of those. I don't know. It's a decision, but you know, I, I would say this is the first date where I'm I am attempting or 
entertaining the idea. I would say, um, you know, it's terrible to make a bet about your future, but you seem like a futures guy. You know, you took some chances on Twitter. You're doing the long there. Uh, I would say I'm in, romantically involved in, within, with a woman in, within seven months. All right, well, let's give some talk, context for the listeners here. And by the way, we're also, we might be engaging in another wager here. So you're saying seven months, which is a very awkward amount of time. Yeah. You are going to be engaged in a relationship that you give a shit about. Correct. And, and you wind that up directly against a very short-sighted bet that I made on Twitter stock, which tanked 15, 15% yesterday. Yeah. So are but you... But you also took your tips from are, a blog. Are you willing... From a smut blog out of Boston. From a smut blog out of Boston. But what are we but a, a, a smut podcast on my iPhone here? I mean, not much more than that. Are you willing to frame this new bet in the context of the fact that, okay, you either you get that in seven months or Twitter stock is currently at 31.20, Twitter stock is above $40. Oh, which do I think is more likely? Yeah. I think Twitter's going to be over $40. Okay, $45. I'll give you $42. Oh, that's generous. Let's do 45 because I don't want to bet your future on something that's, you know, more off. But okay. you're comfortable with this being like a like a she's all that scenario. Yeah, I where, where yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Where your your future began with a bet. Yeah, I mean anyone that's willing to spend more than, you know, four hours of time with me will quickly learn that this is the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that that was a pretty good beginning to the state of the Seamus. Obviously there's a lot more to dig into there, but I want to make sure that we move on to the next bit here, which is a check-in on our wager. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I'm pretty excited about this. Well, so let's begin before we get to what we all know is coming and talk about what your workout regimen's been and what time you're running. Yeah. So to, Just to set the stage for those of us that haven't been with us all the way. Got to try to run a six-minute mile. I have four, mo- four she- months. Seamus has to run a six-minute mile before I lose 40 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Let's just ha- I mean, we loosely set four or five months. Let's just have it. Whichever happens first is the winner, right? That's what I've been operating under to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm glad that we agreed to that. Now. I saw you eating healthy a couple times this week, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. A little less beer intake. <laughs> it's slightly less. Maybe I'm going to actually have to run a little bit here. <laughs> so, I hopped on the old treadmill yesterday. And, uh, you know, it's not really, it's not real running. Yeah. So I did a seven. But it's a good indicator. I did seven minute flat. But I also changed my interval, intervals. Talk us through the seven minutes. Uh, first, uh, first quarter mile went through about a six minutes. You set it at six minutes because you're like, this is what I have to stay at for a full mile. Correct. And then. What, uh, what happened a quarter mile when? Uh, I didn't feel like pushing myself that much. You're going to, you're going to attribute this to willpower no i also needed to know that i needed to run a mile and i knew that i wasn't going to be able to run it at full six minutes okay so then i'm like well let me slow it down here i don't want to stop so i went to 7 30 for a quarter of a mile and and you wrapped at seven minutes i wrapped at seven minutes so i knew that i could go quicker what what percentage output did you feel like you were at be honest 70 percent that's tough. So we're. Well, I think it's tough for you to decipher whether I'm telling you the truth or whether I'm lying to myself. Right? No, no, because I know that you're telling the truth. 
I know that. Because um, what I'm trying to process here is, you know, we're about to do the weigh-in here. I think I'm going to be disappointed. I'm drinking a beer right now. This is actually a great beer. It is a phenomenal beer. It's called Points Unknown by Stone. I, we recommend that you check it out. But um, I took a shit shower shave before the show because I think that everyone knows that I take the show very seriously. Yeah. And mind you, I had already showered this morning, but it was hot as fucking balls in here today. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the end of it, I smelled like a gordita factory, and I didn't want you to have to sit next to that. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, and, I was- and I also knew that you were going to have to watch me disrobe, because I'm not going to let extra any extra poundage affect the way. Yeah, no, for sure. You don't want that to affect anything. I also appreciate that you threw a collared shirt on. Yeah. You're at work right now, which is similar to you slapping the keys. People need to know that this show is important to me, which I think they already know because I talk about it incessantly and you know probably need to back it off a bit. But all right, without I mean, for, without further ado, I think let's get over to the scale. Yeah, we're gonna walk over there. I mean, do you have any predictions? I'm gonna say you're gonna be a a ginger two twelve. Do you have any predictions on that? Oh, I'm gonna be under that. So what 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 are we gonna say that the start weight was? Because you've seen me weigh in a few times before this happened. I think what, did you weigh in at two fifteen? Yeah. Pre-weekend? Yeah, I think I did. I think I did. And uh, so, yeah, I had a, a weekend out in Wisconsin where a lot of unspeakable things were done. I mean, when I tested the scale a moment ago, I, I tried to make sure that I didn't look at the weight because I had high hopes. So you kind of have an idea what you're going to weigh. I think it's going it's to start with a 2 still, unfortunately. <laughs> if it's 202, I'm going to be a little worried. So this is two weeks in, starting at 215. All right, let's stay on the scale. Oh, am I getting hustled here? Nope. We got a two o. We got a two o one point six. How much weight is that that I've lost? That's thirteen point four pounds. In how long? Two weeks. And how many beers did I drink during that? You drank a good number of beers. Yeah. Well, you know that's just going to make me not hit the snooze every time for the workout. Means I got to work a little bit harder. That's fine. Here's the problem. Can you do the rest of the show in your boxers, please? <laughs> you, you don't want me to the do that. The viewers want to see that. No, no. Not at all. They, like, if I were listening to the podcast, I'd be weirded out knowing that I was sitting here naked. So I'm going to go ahead and put a shirt back on here. But, look, to be fair, the first 10 pounds there, that's the easiest. The, yeah. next, the next 10 will be only slightly more difficult. The next 20 it's hard. is going to be goddamn near impossible. Do you realize if I lost 40 pounds, you would think I'm a dead person? Well, I don't know that you'd be able to survive. I'd be survived. People would think I'd you would look have like a, a disease or something. You'd look like a, a POW or something. Yeah. Well, all right. So that, that's the check-in. So we got Seamus at seven minutes, working to approach a six-minute mile. I've got myself sitting here at a still very fat 201.6, trying to get down to 175. So we've only got <laughs> we've only got roughly 25 pounds left to lose here. Let me let me straighten the notes up here. I mean, you just lost 40 percent of the bet. It's pretty impressive. I'm okay with it, but that was the you know that was only the tip of the iceberg. We're about to have to get real dark, and and I mean. Like I was going to say for the shit shower shave, I don't even know what I'm pooping out anymore because I, I eat almost nothing. 
Like, like I don't even know how I'm sitting over there grunting over anything. Because in me is maybe like a couple handfuls of spinach, some eggs, an apple here or there, and that's it. Mm. Um, so we already did State of the Seamus. We checked in on the bet. This is going to be a much briefer segment. I'd like to talk about State of the Podcast briefly. Okay. So a couple things here. One, I'd like to thank our listeners that are still with us. Yeah, I appreciate the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a long ride here. Uh, you, you guys have been through a lot of content. We've gotten a lot, a lot of great comments with you, and, and we read every comment because we only get about two or three a week, <laughs> so it's not difficult to read them, and we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. What I'm here to ask you are two things. One, I would like our listeners to really reach out with any segments that they think that we should cover here. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of movement from current events, which you have strategically dodged and fought a little bit. I don't mean to dodge it too much. I think that the big problem is that one of our friends, you know, rolled for us the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where Dee and her brother talk about, you know, what's going on in Iraq and such, and it sounds ridiculous. So that was what steered me kind of away from that, but... I do think that there is some potential there. You know what we should also comment on? You're not drunk enough where you make an absurd comment like the Battle of Berlin. Well, we're getting there. And you make like a super (laughs) fucking smart comment, which falls on deaf ears of most of the viewers and half of the podcast. We're getting there on that. Okay. But, uh, yeah. One, sorry, so that's one thing. If If you have a topic that you'd like to hear, please let us know. Two would be, is it time for a guest? A lot of people have called for it, and I think there are some guests that are good candidates who would fit in well. Uh, I'm comfortable with it, uh, but we, we, I think we might have to do, unmistakably, a, jar, a dry run with them to make sure it's Well, we're not going to do a, not a dry run with each guest, just a dry run with the first a guest. A single guest, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, so if you're looking to be our first guest out there, you've got to be willing to commit a full 60 minutes here because we might have to do a 30-minute dry run. Well, no, let's be fair to them. It's going to be an hour and a half because we're going to do a 30-minute dry run or 20 minutes of drinking, talking about, Yeah. 30-minute actual show, and then a 30, <laughs> another 30 minutes where you force them to immediately listen to it after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's we kind of do your, always do it's that. Kind of what, it's kind of what you do. So it's going to be glamorous. And look, I want to be clear. We rate, just like we rate ourselves, we rate our viewers on a scale. You have a number assigned to you, and that number is how many episodes you, you've listened to and by the way, we count repeat listens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you consider yourself like a, like a three, maybe need not apply. If you're like a six or a seven here, I mean, throw your hat in the ring. Let's see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I already know the two or three people I actually know. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I think that we've got that. But uh, all right. So that might be on the horizon. Straighten the notes out here. I want to get into our last two topics. They're both going to be very brief um, because we're at 24 minutes here. So one's going to be our first ever corrections and omissions, Mm. which I'd like to bring in here because I was blackout last time. Yeah. First of all, I said some very awkward things about my mother last week. And I would like to state publicly here, I love my mother a great deal and I owe her a ton. So 
God forbid that my mother has ever found her way to episode six of the Gentleman's well, Breakfast. Well, let, let's let's let me interject here. Please don't ever listen to episode five. Just don't. Do you think there's a better chance Nancy listens or Eileen listens? Because <laughs> I've met Nancy. You have yet to have the pleasure to meet Eileen. To give you a little context. Well, so Nancy works on her computer all the time. She still works, and she's a spry young woman, like we talked about. Like she's, yeah, you know. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Eileen, um, all Eileen does is she she sent me an email that she logged two million steps over the last sixty days, averaging thirteen point two three miles per day. Well, how often do you think that she googles your name? She doesn't know how to do that. Okay, well then there's this, almost a zero percent chance that she stumbles across it. Well, I've strategically left it out of my family. But do your do your siblings know of the podcast? Oh no, of course not. Which siblings do you think it gets leaked to first? Well, actually, I've leaked it to one of my siblings, but... My, my middle sibling will probably be the first to find it, and she would probably actually find it funny. So why don't, we, why, why don't we put it on the distribution list? Oh, God, I don't know. That's a good idea. I'll think about it. I'll take that under advisement. But look, this is corrections and omissions. This is not who should and should not be on the distribution list. The second correction or omission you, you've already alluded to... I said Battle of Berlin in a drunken state, mainly because Papa Bear and I sat here and watched a WW2 documentary on Churchill here on the Hitler Channel, the mm-hmm. History Channel, yeah. about the Battle of London. Uh, I referred to it as the Battle of Berlin. <laughs> yeah, what, I, I what, I, what I meant to say was that, you know, that warm body and myself that found each other at Mauna Loa, you know, we looked in each other's eyes. Much like the Battle of London, like any building could be bombed at any moment. Mm-hmm. And we decided it was time to get Did down. you realize that she was the thing you were going to bomb that night? At what point did you realize that? When she continued to follow me around. How many beers did you have to purchase her? Oh, none. Because I actually... <laughs> you didn't purchase her a single beer. No, because I... Cash only at this bar, well, mind you. Well, because as I'm... As I want to do, I had lost almost every credit card in my wallet other than my American... Express, so I didn't have a debit card on me. So, so, I, so you were freeloading. Well, so I no no no, but I had already before I lost my debit card, I had taken out a decent chunk of cash. So okay. I was working through that, but then I ran out of cash at the bar and had to, had to take <laughs> alone what, what I referred to, you know, to the best hair in PE as being a uh, a Monolona, uh right there at the oh, bar. Oh, I like that. That's creative. Yeah, and he was generous enough to lend me the funds to carry on a few more beers, but I I probably had. 12 pints there at, at Mauna Loa. After you had 12 drinks? Yeah, because I had at least four before you got the gentleman's tap. You had eight more beers? I mean, we were there for a little bit, and I kept What time did I get the tap? Figure out way to juke and jive. Not that late. 11? 10.30? I think it was earlier than that. I think it was 10. I don't know. No, what, I, I, what? Met, I met quarters at 9.36. I checked the tape. <sighs> oh, you've already checked the tape? Okay. Maybe we'll cut that back from a gentleman's 12 to, you know, like a gentleman's 8. Details, all right, go ahead. Wherever you're trying yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, and omissions. Right. So we're, we're through corrections and omissions. Sorry for the delay here. I want to get on to the report card. Yeah, I know how I want to, I, I know how I want to score. You can score first. You want me to score first? However you want to do it. Well, I'm gonna, what I'm going to propose here is that instead of doing the standard scorecard, because if we score each other every time, I think it's a little boring. Yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I want to score... The comments from one of our most dedicated listeners. Sure. And I have his comments written down here. So I'm not going to say who it is. He's going to know when he hears. Mm-hmm. 
So from the first episode, an immediate text message, quote-unquote, live feedback from the cast. So this is apparently Wally's listening. Fucking shock me with how violent and loud you can get. And then he says, listen to some Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. So basically he's saying, while I'm listening to this podcast, I really want to be listening to Bill Burr. Now, did we do that? Yes or no? No, we didn't do that. And then he said that episode five was the best cast ever, with yeah. no yelling. So, okay. All right. Um, more background on our lives, you know, and the idiots that we are. How much more open can I get? We discussed... We discuss, we've, we've, we've dissected you. We discussed the woman that was in my bed last week. We've talked about your plight. I mean, we could talk about the states that we're from, but I don't know that that's really relevant to the situation. But, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to pick apart. We appreciate all commentary here. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, this is how I'm going to rate you here. So American cities, you've been to quite a few of them. Oh, are you trying to cut me off before I finish this guy's comments? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I didn't add more. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. He, he sent plenty of them, which we appreciate. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm saying that we're going to rate his comments. Because he has some better ones here. Don't tell old stories. Talk more about the barista. Love that character. Okay. I'd like to point out that Paul's a real-life person. He's now <laughs> just a character that exists on my iPhone. But I'm the only person that knows Paul. Do you, do you want to meet Paul? When and then, yeah, I know. I think I have to meet Paul at this point. Mm-hmm. Last comment here. Seamus should get more drunk. Which, I mean, we tried that, and I don't know that I love it, but, you know, the do listeners you, know best. Do you feel that I've been too drunk for any of the podcasts? Yes, Which but one? definitely not five, because you were obviously the only one that was capable of, like, yeah, you know, operating anything at that point. <laughs> well, so I'm actually starting to see his point here. Funny enough, the one that I would say that you were drunkest for was the one where you introduced the character of Paul wanting to fuck you. Because roughly five seconds before we rolled the tape there, we had discussed the, stru- the rough structure of the show, and then you just launched with that and the whole, you know, gay pride week comment, so... Mm-hmm. Which made you uncomfortable. Did your t- toes crawl? Back to my report card. Are you done there? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm done. Bring it on home here, big guy. So I would, I would rate you on American cities, right? Desirable to undesirable. So let's just say the most desirable are New York, Chicago, San Francisco. Well, give me a five point scale. Give me a bottom to. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah no, no. So let's yeah. say you would you not argue that New York, Chicago. San Francisco, Charleston, L.A., maybe throwing a little, uh, Seattle, whatever. What, what was the second to last you dropped there, Charleston? I would, let, let's replace that with Portland. Portland, okay. <laughs> okay. You don't look like a Portland guy, whatever. Let's get so this no, is maybe no, those no, first no. five desirable ones. I'm going to rate you on, you know, desirable cities to live in to least desirable. Okay. So on from an El Paso to New York scale, today you were, you were good. You were very industrial. You got the job done. You knew what you wanted to do. You laid it out. Mm-hmm. You re-innovated, even though your city didn't do well initially. You adapted, improvised, mm-hmm. and you've built the most out of what you're doing. You know what, you know what city you, you rate today? I can't wait to hear. Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. Pittsburgh is not the best city, but it's not the worst city. And it's on the up and up. But for know? what it has. It's rising, yeah. It's worked with what it's got. And it's industrious. What I'm going to give you today on an American city scale, and I've got to think about this for a moment here. 
Well, we obviously know you're not as quick on your feet as I am, but go ahead. Not quite. I mean, best dress goes to you. I came in, I got, I can't tell you how many compliments I got for being dressed at work today, and then you just come here for the podcast last hour and completely outdress me with that fish shirt. <laughs> I mean, you have presses well, in a short sleeve collared shirt. I mean, I had to put this on because you were wearing the get up that you had on. I look, I'm re- I look like I'm ready to play 18. Yeah, which brings me to how you rated on the show, which was you were ready for anything there. So I'm going to give you a San Diego on the scale, okay? Okay. Which is a pretty good rating, right? Yeah, I don't mind that. It's not a bad place to live, but it's a tourist city. People pop in and pop out. So they see you rocking the exciting get-up, every once in a while carrying the show here. Well, actually, I was carrying the show. I don't want to be disingenuous. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, people people are there for fun. But at the same time, city has a dark side, right? Mm. People are also there to see Shamu get hit with a taser, right? Yeah, people are trying to get weird. Yeah. And and it's lonely. It's not a place that people really live in, you know? People swing mm. through. You wrap that back, huh? I like that. <laughs> I mean, I tried to. Mm-hmm. Tried to do my best there. You you threw that one to me and, I, you know, it's tough to deal with. But we're not going to drag it on here. Are you... Are you done here, Seamus? Yeah, it's the sixth edition. Uh, we're, we're traveling this weekend. Uh, we know some of us want the listeners and the viewers to hear, uh, so we're making sure we're getting it out there. Uh, as always, please fire back with the feedback. I really like the personal feedback face-to-face, but if you're more of an emailer, sure, that's how uh, Pump Fake prefers to communicate. Well, Seamus is trying to operate his life electronically, so there's no reason to operate the podcast feedback any differently. Correct. All right, guys, thanks for listening, as always. Farewell.